You're listening to the Madcast Media Network. Madcastmedia.com. Today's episode is brought to you by my new book, Fuck Whales, Petty Essays from a Brilliant Mind. Available now at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or anywhere books are sold. Welcome to the best debate in the universe, every debate in the universe, from having kids to stupid squids. With over 2.5 million downloads, I'm your host, Matters. With me is moderator in training, Dreadmere. Oh yeah, what's up? And as always, the Maharaja of moderation, Rucka Rucka Ali. Yeah! Welcome back to the show. Guys, exciting show today, big show. We've got some repeat guests. We've got in-house today, Dreadmere. Dreadmere, you guys remember, he's a fan favorite. And Zach Waldman. Guys, welcome back to the show. Fan favorite. I'm fan hated, I was going to say. <laughs> fan hated and fan favorite. I went about three comments in and went, okay, I'm good. I'm good. No, <laughs> no people they, weren't shitting. They yeah. love Zach. Yeah. Oh, I love yeah. you guys. I like this uh, Dreadmere, man. I just met him. And uh, I was a little sad not to see Mikey Pultz, but this guy's cool too, man. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, this guy, I feel like I could hang out with him. Yeah, Dreadmere sure. is a solid dude. I will vouch for him. Yeah, it's no, yeah. I can already tell. He's he's good vibes all around with this dude. He really is, and he's like he's really smart, but also cool to hang out with. He's not going to make you feel dumb. <laughs> all right, guys. No, I, like out of time. I like this show. What's, oh, what, yeah. what is this? One of those podcasts, which is a bunch of blowhards blowing each other yeah, yeah. Well, let's, get, let's yeah. get to a conversation well we will get to me. a conversation I'm fine with that yeah. yeah a bunch of bunch of blowhards blowing each other speaking of that's the debate today <laughs> should men go their own way or, oh yeah or should migtow should yeah. migtow yeah. uh that's the that's the debate today men going their own way we'll explain a little bit what that is when we get into the debate but this is kind of a funny this is kind of a a fascinating topic one that we've been Kind of teasing for a while now because Rucka and I say we're MGTOW. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime we go out, we can He's like, out. hey, want to get dinner later? Yeah. Yeah, MGTOW. Yeah, any chicks coming? No? MGTOW. Fuck yeah, MGTOW. Yeah. Wow, you guys are. Yeah, I don't think that's the way other people would take that if they heard it, though. Well, they, they, can, they would think. If they're not MGTOW, they wouldn't understand. Yeah. yeah, they wouldn't understand. Well, I know what it means, and I would. Uh, uh, wrongly assume things about you based on. I mean, you can assume. I would what just you avoid want. all labels. All labels, but all if right. you're using it as like a, a verb, like or you know, as like a, it's like a, a hang. That's that's a different use of it. That's kind of cool. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. It's kind of cool. It is kind of cool. Yeah. Well, that's the debate this week. Should men go their own way? Should MGTOW? Zach... You just shouldn't be part of MGTOW. We'll talk about it. We'll yeah. get to that later. Okay, we'll get yeah, to what's that. Up? We'll get to that. <laughs> let's let's all hear everyone's buzzers. Here's mine. Here's mine. Wrong. Nice. All right. That's mine, Dreadmere. And that's mine. There you go. That's everyone's buzzers. If you hear a buzzer from anyone during this debate, that means someone is chiming in, wants to point something out, wants to interject, is pointing out a factual inaccuracy. But let's get to the debate. Now, Zach, you are, it sounds like you are opposed to the MGTOW philosophy. And before we get into it, let me define it for our audience. Men going their own way, because this is kind of confusing. People haven't heard this expression before. They don't know what it is. It's kind of an offshoot of the men's rights movement, I think, where the men's rights movement has two two main branches, main offshoots, which is the incels, involuntarily celibate guys who are angry and bitter and resentful because they're not getting laid, and then the MGTOWs who are like, fuck it, we don't need to get laid, we're just going our own way. <laughs> I went to MGTOW.com. This is a real website. MGTOW, men going their own way, is a statement of self-ownership, where the modern man preserves and protects his own sovereignty above all else. It is the manifestation of one word, no. 
ejecting silly preconceptions and cultural definitions of what man is, looking to no one else for social cues, refusing to bow, serve, and kneel for the opportunity to be treated like a disposable utility, and living according to his own best interests in a world which would rather he didn't. That is the MGTOW philosophy, essentially. What do you think, Zach? All right, well, here's the problem, is a lot of what those guys um, believe I agree with. The problem is, as soon as you say that you're part of that group, a lot of those people in that group have a lot of political views and other ideology that I don't want to be associated with. So if you want to say, like, uh, matter of fact, uh, Tom Likas, they've asked him, like, hey, man, you know, are you MGTOW? He's like, no, because you're a bunch of Trump supporters and Trump is retarded. So, I, you know, but I think the, the bigger statement or the bigger point is I don't want to be identified with any group, right? I, I don't think any of us do, really. What? Uh, that's not the debate. The debate is should <laughs> men go their own way? Yeah. Sounds like you're on the side of yes. I, yeah, I think uh, men should not get married. I don't think you yeah. should uh, probably be in a relationship at all. It's probably just not a good idea most of the time. And uh, so there's, that's what I'm saying. All a lot right, of their you're philosophy. Mig, you're and by the way, Maddox, the, mig, the MGTOWs don't necessarily say don't get laid. We don't want to get laid. No. A, lot, a lot of them don't make fun of them. We're having a fair and honest well, debate. Yeah. You know All what right. I think it is? I think it's their own version of stoicism to a large degree. If you look at the, the stoic philosophy, they're kind of saying, hey, we're good on our own. But even among men going their own way, many of them are still proud of getting laid. They're proud of you. Even some of them are into short-term relationships, right? So it's not that they're saying we're celibate. So I just want to be clear. Men going their own way. I like how I become their official spokesman, but yeah. I, we, we want, I want to have clarity on what we're debating. Yeah, no, Men going their yeah. own way are saying no long-term relationships, no marriage, no... So maybe um, we're not debating. No, maybe we all agree. Well, we'll, we'll find out. <laughs> but, but you're on the side of, so far, of men going... Okay, so that's that's MGTOW. And Maddox, yeah. you're you're with Zach, right? Yeah, to, to an extent. We're gonna, well, for the debate's <laughs> we'll get, sake. We'll get into it, yeah. So, well, we gotta, we gotta have I mean, clarity. It sounds like in practice you guys are saying the same thing, right? Like you should, like, maybe not move in with a girl maybe don't get married right you're saying don't get married pretty much oh you got to be retarded to get married oh, my, my thing was uh you know it's the same reason i wouldn't want to be called um you know uh any label where people just make this sweeping generalization about me you know someone says oh you're a liberal it's like well on this, this, and this, but not on this, this, and this. So I just don't want to be associated right, with their whole, right. well, you know, the whole. Gotten, you've you've made it very clear. Views. You're not a, an official card carrying member of MGTOW. <laughs> all right, yeah, neither is Maddox. But you I got, gotcha. Yep. But you guys are on the side. It's a debate. Well, why don't you right. list some things that maybe I disagree with? What What are some of the more outrageous ideas? Well, he just read what their their mission statement. That's right? the mission, yeah, that's statement. mission statement. Let's get to some specific <laughs> well, ideas. Let's, let's get Dreadmere's opinion first because I want to hear yeah. what Dreadmere thinks. Dreadmere, MGTOW or no? Uh, no, not no, a fan of MGTOW. Not a fan of MGTOW. Why is that? I've never had that frustration. I've never had like like as as many times as a woman has like pissed me off or like we've gotten in arguments or I've lost monetarily or physically from it. Like a girl, like all the issues I've had with girls, I've never ever been like. There's always been a moment in all of my relationships where a girls like, oh, you still want to be with my crazy ass, don't you? And I'm like, yeah, I do. Like I've never been so frustrated to the point where I'm like, yeah, fuck it, I'm just done with them. I'm not gonna pay them any attention. Like 
I like women You're too saying much. You can't walk away from abusive, emotionally abusive. Women? I mean, I I probably can now, but I haven't. <laughs> I certainly haven't in the past. And oh, like, when I was younger, I didn't either. Yeah. It's amazing some of the stuff I put up with. Yeah, but. I don't know what that. What does that have to do with? Yeah, you're not making a great right, my case. My point. My point with that is that like you're making a case for maybe you should be more MGTOW. Yeah, nah. you're making a case for MGTOW. I still went out in the end because I'm like, well, I'm, I have I'm a hopeful. girlfriend like, and I'm apparently MGTOW and uh, I've got a girlfriend and I'm, I. Here you go. So all right, okay, well, no, guys. Well, here's what I don't like about the mission statement. It's ultimately nihilistic. It's ultimately saying that like we need to shift the power. Or, Why or is fuck it nihilistic? Them anyway. well, what was that last part at the end? There's like a second sentence. It says, living according to his own best interest in a world which would rather he didn't. Which rather he didn't. Like, yeah. why do you think the world would rather you don't? Because like, the world is inherently about suffering and struggle and chaos. And who says? You don't think that no. the world is chaotic? It's chaotic. That doesn't mean it's inherently about suffering. You don't think life is suffering? Jordan Peterson. Jordan would... Peterson can eat a dick. Oh, <laughs> no. no. Now, now we're in trouble. <laughs> no, listen. You're not in trouble. He's I, wrong. I, he's I, wrong. Well, he's wrong. I think. What... God help me. Hold on. Jordan <laughs> Peterson was wrong about something. Am, am I allowed to be on the internet anymore? No. I don't. You uh, get, Jesus Christ. Get your card revoked. I think his point, though, when he says life is suffering, is he's saying it's a path away from nihilism by saying, look, life is inherently hard. And you have a choice of saying nothing matters, who gives a shit, I'm going to get fat, have a heart attack at 40 and die, or I can find meaning in uh, having a goal and striving to achieve that goal and find meaning in life. So I think a MGTOW person could be somebody that finds meaning in life through, uh, you know, working toward a goal. Yeah. <laughs> Well, no, Maddox, you're supposed to be the MGTOW side of this debate, yeah, yeah, and you yeah. keep misrepresenting <laughs> well, it. What's wrong with jerking off? It's fucking cool. Yeah, but they're not, they're not celibate. <laughs> and I don't think they're nihilistic. I don't think it's a nihilistic philosophy. If I, I don't, I think, you know, being looking out for yourself and saying, hey, the world is a tough place. It would rather see me defeated than see me win, and I'm going to stand up, uh, you know, write down a goal and work every day to achieve it. Mm -hmm. That doesn't sound well, nihilistic whether, to me. Whether it's MGTOW or Jordan Peterson, I'm a fan of personal pursuit. I just think in both cases, their uh, their premises are a little bit off base. I'm just making an argument for personal responsibility there and that go. MGTOW is not a nihilistic philosophy there in my you go. opinion. So, not based yeah. on that. No, I All agree right. with, the, with the whole personal development that's the best part of it that was my favorite part of the little mission statement they have the last part is the rather we didn't like like why are you going against something i, I don't know why like yes life is hard and and you should have to work to achieve whatever it is that you want but i i like why wouldn't why would you if you think everything's just going to fall apart anyway like you know, the reason you're you saying is, is the world is not naturally welcoming the world is naturally something you have to push against well it's yeah. a little bit more than that let me read a, a little bit more from their mission statement from oh, their website more yeah i have some more of their philosophy here mm -hmm. This kind of gives you insight into the MGTOW frame of mind, men going their own way, that philosophy. It says, today in the current culture, Time Magazine says science reveals men are idiots because men are more likely than women to take idiotic risks. Let's pause for a moment and reflect <coughs> on that. Men are more likely than women to take idiotic risks. Idiotic risks like attempting to break the sound barrier, which costs the lives of many test pilots. Idiotic risks such as lighting the tail end of a rocket on fire and catapulting himself into outer space. Idiotic risks, like building an armada of ships to cross the world's most tempestuous oceans in order to definitively answer the question for all of humanity that the world is indeed round. 
These, quote, idiotic risks which men have taken afford women the luxury of boarding an aircraft and flying from New York to Los Angeles in 4.5 hours, while never once needing to take an interest in the basic operating principles of a jet engine. She can't explain thrust to weight ratios, but she will complain that the flight was delayed 30 minutes. So it's kind of a cynical view on on uh, women and yeah, yeah I thought, a little bit disparaging. Listen, guys, is this a debate? Like, which side are you which, on? Which Maddox? side are you on? I'm on I'm on uh, Dreadmere's side. That no 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 MGTOW. No MGTOW. Okay, I, got, I guess I got shoehorned. Yeah, because all your all your shoehorn all you're doing is making fun of them. This entire time you said you were MGTOW. Me? Yeah. yeah. I was like, it's like a, it's like a saying. Christ. It's like it's like a style. It's like hell yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like boys night well, out. That's yeah. what I agree that's you, with man. You on. He does it like no, ironically. You're though. saying don't even <laughs> date for more than three months. Mick no, I've dated for two and a half what? years or something right. like that. And so you're you... not happy about it. Anyway. <laughs> I mean, no, who guys, is? Guys, 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 we're having a debate. It's not, it's not about what you actually believe, per se. Like, you ha you're clearly making fun of them. No, I'm reading this. I'm just it's... reading the philosophy. I haven't even gotten All to right. that point. So, yeah, it's, like, weird to, like, make a airplane flights about men versus women. Yeah, most passengers don't know shit about the um, airplane yeah, mechanics yeah. Who cares and their the men like, and women that, yeah. that that are complaining about delayed flights. Men right. and women have also taken risks too. Women, women have taken risks. The, 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 sure. the ratio is not important to me really. It's ultimately saying like we're if it's like a group that feels like they're attacked or something. That's what yeah. it sounds like. Like what's her name? The uh, female pilot that got lost. Amelia Earhart. Amelia Earhart. There Earhart. you go. Earhart. Yeah. I think my problem the with the MIG, <laughs> I, I think another problem with my MGTOW uh, with with this MGTOW crowd is that they're just such kind of pussies. They just kind of—they just seem to be whining what makes all the you time. Say that? And <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, Zach, hold on. Let me read you some quotes because this website—you know how some websites have some some quotes of famous people who they considered MGTOW. Uh, one of them was Wilbur Wright. You know, one of the Wright brothers. Sure. And here's the quote they use of his. He says, "I don't have time for a wife and an airplane." <laughs> so he yeah. he Can't said he said MGTOW. That. I'm going mm. with the airplane. Here's another one from Nikolai Nikola Tesla. Mm. He says. I do not think you can name many great inventions that have been made by a married man. Mm. <laughs> Be alone. That is the secret of invention. Be alone. That is when ideas are born. Mm. What do you think of that, Dreadmere? Is that right? You get your best ideas when you're alone? I think you have more time when you're alone, possibly. Yeah. But I've had ideas, you know, whenever. It, it doesn't matter. To, to purposely isolate yourself just because you think, oh, this is going to be my best success. I'm just going to cut off all women, even if I have as many opportunities as I want. It just sounds ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll tell you what isn't ridiculous. Productivity when you're single. I, well, the first girlfriend I ever had was kind of a, a time suck. Um, you know, she was uh, she was cool. Nymphomaniac. Uh, you know, it was... Uh, Crazy. She had a subscription to Penthouse and Playboy. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, it was, yeah, I mean, I, I went over to her, you know. She sounds like a MGTOW. Yeah. She, <laughs> she, you, Have her on the show. You'd be, you'd be surprised. So so after we broke up, because I, I, I ended up having to go over to her place so much and spend a lot of time with her. Finally, when I was when I broke up, I, I felt like I had my time to myself again. And I went downstairs. I was still living at home at the time. I went downstairs in my parents' basement, and I coded. I wrote... I wrote uh, I wrote a program for eight hours straight, and I didn't even get up to pee or eat or anything. I just sat and worked for eight solid hours. And after I, I got done, after I finished compiling my program, I felt great. I felt like, damn, MGTOW. Holy shit, I got wow. something done. You had a productive day. Yeah. <laughs> a lot. Lots of us get real creative in the aftermath of a breakup or whatever it was that was happening. Yeah, we broke up. Yeah, so lots of people, they kind of turn back to what it is 
that inspires them that they can control. I mean, that's that's a healthy thing, but that yeah. doesn't mean that you would have been that creative had you never pursued that relationship to begin with. Yeah, I think I would have gotten more work done. That's yeah. like my dream, though. Like the biggest issue I've ever had ever since I started YouTube and started dating, which were pretty much like synonymous, um, like at the same time. It's been an issue with girls, like like girls who want to go to the beach every day with their little brothers and sisters with me. And I'm like, oh, I want to make a video, and like I can't. Or girls who've literally told me like, delete your Instagram, or we can't be together because this is weird. Like she she said it was childish. She's like, you making these videos and like trying to get attention is like immature. So oh, like all this like, shit. That's like your livelihood, though, right? It, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sounds and like a reason to go. That's a succubus. And wait, yeah. and there was another girl that wanted you to go to the beach with her and her little brothers. <laughs> yeah, she like every single <laughs> that's day. That's not fun. During Why would you summer, want to do that? <laughs> that's what I said. Every day during the summer, because we went to high school together, and then during the summer she would want to drive to the beach like every day, and I was like, when are we gonna not do this? Because I I don't like the beach, and like we would do it, and then finally I was just like, I I can't. Like I really want to be away from you and be alone for a while, and she just did, couldn't handle it. So like that was kind of it. But yeah, that's been my dream is to be with a girl and be able to work at the same time. And that that's always been like my struggle. But I'm hopeful. I feel like that could happen in the MGTOW. You haven't found it yet though. No. MGTOW. <laughs> that's right. That's that's what MGTOW is the solution to men who want to get shit done. You you heard w Wilbur Wright and they even quoted Isaac As Isaac uh, Newton, not Isaac Asimov. Asimov. Yeah. Although Isaac Asimov is a moderator posthumously on the show. What did uh Newton say? Newton, I don't have the actual quote from Newton, but he said mm. something like uh, the the nature of knowledge and, and how you get knowledge from people. Mm -hmm. But they quoted Isaac Newton. They quoted all these famous Well, look at Siddhartha. By the end, he's like, I'm out, bitch. I'm going to go sit by a river and die. Big wow. Town. Sounds yeah. like a great, great uh, life or death. <laughs> go but, sit by the river. He's Buddha. You ever read Siddhartha? No, That's I don't want- It's a great book. I, I own it. It's a I classic. It. Read it. it. How, classic. A read cl the goddamn book. I'll fucking read it. <laughs> God damn it. But I'm not impressed. I told you I would read uh, Fountainhead. And, yeah. You know, I, I, I read everything. Man. Well, I mean, that. Read. so that book is about a loner. He's an architect who minds his own fucking business. Doesn't, he's not out there chasing girls. But then he meets the one girl that really rocks his world. And what does he do? Still plays it real cool. Because she's got to get her shit together. She's got to figure out when she's ready to do it the right way. So, yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I don't think anyone here is saying just settle for some trick-ass skeezer <laughs> that's going to pull you away from your work. You got to find that girl that appreciates you for your virtue, for your hard work. Who uh who 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 gets moist for watching you work hard? Oh, boo. I, I think uh, too many people try to live their lives like it's a chess game, like they're going to lay out a strategy and an approach to it. When I think you're way better off just playing it day by day and trying to be as happy as often as you can be, or content is even a good goal. And you know, if you're with somebody and it's good for a month and then she starts to become a drag because she wants you to play with her little brother and delete your Instagram. Yeah. Then you can MGTOW. Yeah. And enjoy it for what it was for when you had it and then go on to the next thing. But I think this idea of constantly looking long term and trying to lay things out like this is how I'm going to get through this life in, in a unscathed that's not gonna happen so okay well, the, I, I got i gotta i gotta chime in here real mm -hmm. quick because there I should, are I knew i should have brought two beers there are <laughs> there are some competing philosophies going on here all right the first is you want a chick who's fun and cool and wants to get down and uh you know hang out and do fun things that's that's our ideal right that's the ideal girl we want to date but that type of girl 
also wants to have fun and do things and have a partner that isn't so predisposed with work. So it seems like contradiction to be really ambitious and really driven by your job. Oh, I, it absolutely is. There's a girl I know who went out on a date with a lawyer who was just constantly working. 3 a.m., he'd be he'd finish work, come home, go over more briefs, wake up at 7 a.m., go right back to work. This and this guy is was, the reason women think there's a pay gap, because they're not willing to work like that. Well, that's, that's a different debate. I mean, some debate. of them are. That's a different debate. That's generally a male characteristic, more so than a female characteristic. That I would. tends to be the case for a number of reasons, but we won't get into that debate. But this guy that she tried to date... She very quickly, She first of all, she the first time she went on a date with this guy, she told me that it was amazing. He has the most amazing beach home. He has the most amazing car. That's what was amazing. Uh, the yeah. bedroom was amazing. She sounds like a class act. Yeah. All the all the stuff that this guy had yeah. was amazing. He has all those qualities that, that women look for. The house, the car, and what well, else? She, she said that he, he took her out to a very nice date uh, yes. and then took her down to the beach. They had a lovely date together, <laughs> and it was after that that she soon realized that they would never spend any time together. And that was because he was so driven and so ambitious. So these are contradicting They're not. principles, I think. What? No. So pick one, bitch. You want a nice house or do you yeah. want to hang out with the no. loser yeah, all man, day? That's a, no. that's a very particular scenario. You can't Ever. win with these women. Well, all he does is you play can't, video you games can't win with you guys because you believe in this false dichotomy between working hard and having fun or having a I don't. Look, Matt, I think every you can girl... have a nice work-life yeah, balance. I'm making a case here. No, yeah, yeah. I mean, but that's well, a particular... Your case is wrong. <laughs> that's a particular scenario. Every girl I've ever been with, they find out what I'm doing. They all want the house. They all want the car. They all want it fucking yesterday. But they want me to spend every day with them. And so it's like... They want it all. Yeah, but I, I... And yes, I haven't found a girl who's been willing to sacrifice the time, the relationship time or whatever, to be able to make that work. But like, I, I, d I definitely think it's possible, especially... Given the certain like the career that you choose, I mean, if that guy's just working all the time, I mean, yeah, that's a that's a that's one career out of I think. Well, it's the it's been the op opposite side with me too. I went out on date with a doctor one time, and this girl showed up on her date in you know changing out of her scrubs, and she says, "Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry, I, I work fourteen hot. hours a day." Well, yeah, just but it was still blood on him. It was <laughs> it was literally like she was a, a pre med student, and then she said she had to work fourteen hours at the hospital and then get uh, some requirements or something. And I thought, oh, my God. And then she's, like, scarfing down this burger. She's like, I only have an hour. Uh, I'm sorry. It's nothing, like, you know, we, I would love to see you again. Perfect. I said, no. Bang me and go. Like, no, no. It's Because it's, that's someone I will never see. Good. I remember one time another another <laughs> perfect. I remember another time a girlfriend of mine was telling me that she was considering moving to another state for a guy she was dating. And she was working for an accounting firm. And the partner of the accounting firm really liked her because she was really good at her job. And he said, he told her, don't move for a guy. You will regret it. It will, everything will fall apart. You're not going to be happy. Stick with your career. And I said, hold on. Now, listen to the person who's saying this. What do we know about him? He's a partner at an accounting firm. You know how hard you have to work to become a partner at an accounting firm? Especially one of the big ones. And this was one of the big ones. I said, this guy probably has devoted his entire life to his career. He probably doesn't have a successful relationship. He probably doesn't even know what that looks like. Do you really want to be taking relationship advice from someone like this? So she ended up moving, and she was happier. She ended up changing careers. That's an example of how sometimes going your own way... Well, I guess that's not an example of that. Yeah, but so it, what does all this have to do with MGTOW? Well, MGTOW is the philosophy that I think... It can help you if you want to be ambitious. Mm. 
So you were saying no to oh, families, okay. to yeah. relationships, right. to marriage. That's how we got into this. Oh, so you instead of instead of dating and it's the ruck of voice. I love what he goes. Into that. <laughs> he does his own. He, he like does his own voice. <laughs> he goes out of his own body. Yeah, he's, yeah. A, he's like a projector. Yeah. So you have two options, according <laughs> yeah. to you guys. You have two options: be successful or. Have, have a girlfriend yeah. in life. Yeah, yeah one, one or the other. Because girl, no, girls won't like you if you spend too much time no, at the office. I think if you're yeah. young, you're, you're just graduating from college, you're starting your career, and you get into a relationship with a succubus, succubus that drains you, that it's, I think women can be dream killers, especially at a time in your life where you should be focused on your career, especially early on, when you have the energy, when you're trying to make your own way in the world. And I think too many people get into these relationships early in life that eat away all their time, and it holds them from being uh, holds them back from being as successful as they could be. Wow! And I think you can balance it. I think you can be wow. successful and be in a relationship. But I also don't know why being in relationship is such a great goal to have. Uh, we have lots of relationships throughout the years. I've got guy <laughs> friends, girlfriends, you know, siblings. Uh, so you're going to have many of those, not siblings, but you'll have many friends that, uh, of, uh, you know, over your years until you're in an old folks home and all your other friends are dead. And now you're, you're surrounded by your new friends that are all 90 years old. And I, I don't know, it's just an ever evolving thing. This idea that you're going to, again, solve it. Life is not something that's solvable. You got, oh, I got a relationship and this one was successful. Mm. What made it successful? What if you're in a relationship for five years and it's perfect and uh, you have nothing to complain about and then your girlfriend gets hit by a bus or wife, whatever mm. it is. Well, did it work out that relationship? Well, it did for the five years. Had you, had she not been hit by the bus and you'd been together eight years, maybe you would have been divorced. Then it wouldn't have worked out. Whoa. It's a difference between getting uh, sympathy <laughs> pussy wow. and just being another loser that got divorced. Wow. Yeah. Now, Zach, it's interesting. Sounds like somebody has been reading Fuck Whales, because I wrote a chapter about that called Fuck Soulmates. Where I, made I did that... not get to that chapter. It's very interesting, because we, we, you and I had the very, the very exact same train of thought, where I made the case that if you got married, and this is a MGTOW argument against mm -hmm. marriage, if you got married and your spouse was prematurely killed, your relationship was terminated prematurely because your spouse passed away or, you know, whatever, like something happened, they went missing. Being that most marriages or 50% of marriages end in divorce, you will spend the rest of your life thinking about that person as being your, quote, soulmate, when in reality... That, that relationship may have ended and you're needlessly suffering because of this concept of a soulmate. That's another reason that that uh, I think men should go their own way is because this concept of soulmates is damaging and uh, hurtful to to, uh, to men. What, what Dremier? Right. Look, man, all the statistics and everything about like 50% of divorce and, and all these people marriages failing and why is it good for you? All you do is lose money. I've always been against all of that because at the end of the day, me being with this person that I think the world of is more important is more important because it is one of life's values. Like it is to be in love and to, and to feel loved is one of the things that I think we strive for as much as success and everything else. So even when I'm with a girl, I always make it a point. I'm like, I don't care if 99% of divorces fail. The 1% is going to be us. It's going like it's like this is going to work. Like that's how much I believe in whatever it is that I'm doing with someone or even my career. Like I'm always hopeful with with all of these things. So. I, I don't really take like this whole soulmates that doesn't work. Like I'm, I'm kind of against all that. I, I try to be hopeful about it. What What's you your write? definition of it working? 
Like, how long do you have to be together for it to officially have worked? <laughs> the, uh, it, it, a lot of it has to do with, with impact and um, not, not necessarily longevity, but like, that is, that is like, like the bulk of it, So I you're guess. saying exactly, I think we agree. Like, I think you should get a dog, I think, a, or a pet. It's a great thing. But what if the dog gets hit but, by a bus? But no, 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 I was saying, I think it's great to have a pet, right? So you have a dog, and you know that when you buy that dog or you adopt that dog, that one day it's going to die and you're going to be heartbroken. Uh, you know that going in. Uh, yeah. But you go, hey, for the time I had the dog, it was great. It's, it's a bummer I lost my best friend. So you're saying the same thing about a relationship that women are basically like pets. So Whoa. you get one. I don't remember saying you that. you know that it doesn't matter how long it lasts. It doesn't matter how long it lasts. It might be six years. And then if it ends, you go, well, that was nice for the six years that had the relationship. Uh, so I, I agree with you. Their relationships are disposable. And there's no such thing <laughs> okay. as a soulmate. Hold on. Hold on. I didn't say. I didn't say. <laughs> That's pretty much what I heard. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't say any of that. But no, no, no. I mean, no. I, okay. Look. Um. Yeah, the longevity is not necessarily like if it's out of my control. If it's out of my control, like she gets hit by a car or whatever, like yeah, a lot of it is out of your control in that regard. What if she but, just cheats on you and dumps you? Well, in that case, the relationship isn't necessarily what I wanted it to be. Like it, it, it is a betrayal. It is so a it didn't lie. work out. Right? Yeah, that's okay. Different. What if you're just tired of her crap and you you break it off? Well, then you're falling out of love and it's no longer. That didn't work out either. Right? Yeah. So wh when does it work out? When it when it when, when it you works. happen to be in a relationship and one of you and you die during it. I mean, like, I, if that yeah. is the best case scenario that you that I guess you look at the, the very, very end goal, possibly. But I'm not really looking at it like that. I'm looking at it more in a sense of building a life together, influencing each other, motivating each other, that kind of stuff. I think all of those are successes, despite the fact that you may that you're probably going to both end up dead in 100 years. Yeah, true. But like even so, you know, you don't think that being in a long term successful relationship stands in contrast to your goals professionally. I think it can, and it has, but I don't think that's that's you know uh, well, permanent or like definite. Okay, let's I know jujitsu is a relationship killer. People get get start <laughs> doing jujitsu and they get addicted to it, and before you know it, they're like, "Yeah, my wife left me, my girlfriend left me." Like it was either jujitsu or me, and I chose jujitsu. It happens a lot. Well, wow. my trainer uh, is big into jujitsu, and so is his wife, and they're both personal trainers. You know what? And, yeah, you have a trainer. Tra yeah, I have a tra really? Yeah. Yeah, anyway, so he's... he's <laughs> Interesting. I'd yeah. like to meet this trainer. Yeah, I'll introduce you. What sure does he not. train you in? Yeah. Like <laughs> Pokemon like a, Go? No, he's like a, 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 a trainer. Like, you know, like exercise and Megan trainer? That sort of thing. A what? Megan yeah, trainer? Go ahead. Yeah. Finish your story. So so <laughs> he, trainer. So he he and his wife are both trainers, and yeah. they work well together. They're into jujitsu, And I think that's... Let's paint a picture of where and how this can work. Uh, where... A relationship can work. I think is one if you guys both are in the same career, same profession, and you work a lot together. So you spend some time with each other. So you're not spending, you know, eight to twelve hours per day in an office, and she's spending eight to twelve hours per day in her office, and you guys never meet and communicate. I mean, essentially, a relationship is a function of the number of hours you spend together, right? No, wrong. So you're saying <laughs> you improve things to work together and be around each other constantly and never it have to live apart? Yeah. That sounds awesome. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know. Oh my God. I'm just trying to paint a picture. Look, but hey, I buddy, I'm MGTOW, man. You, got, you, you and I, Zach, we're MGTOW, but we, we got we to gotta paint a picture of how it could possibly work, and this could possibly work. Would, would you agree with that, Dreadmere? No? no, I wouldn't. I don't think being in the same career is or anything of that, like, that's not necessary. I think philosophically you have to identify with your partner. Like, you have to be able to say, like, prioritize certain things as far as your values and you know they need to connect on that but other than that 
what they do and 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 how much time you spend with them is kind of irrelevant. Like, why, it, why is that irrelevant? Because I've been, I mean, I've been with like, well, I don't want to relate to my experience. I think that you can be with people, like you can either spend all day every day with somebody and and never get sick of them, or you could see them like once, like after work, like it, like like both situations are fine. Like I don't really see. I don't really see it like this this connection between the amount of time you spend together and it not working out. Like it just kind of depends on on the two people involved. You what do you think, Rucka? Uh yeah, I mean it's it's quality and it's the relationship itself. I don't know. When did I turn into a relationship coach? I'm just you know, hearing Zach, it's like, yeah, how inspiring. Yeah. <laughs> like uh contentment is something to strive for. Sure. And what's the point? And, <laughs> I didn't say what's the point. Or like you can get hit by a bus at any time. She s- she can get hit by a bus. I was just asking the definition of when a relationship works out. My point was if you're in a relationship and you're together ten years and she gets gets hit by a bus, people will go, Oh, you two were so happy together. If you'd been together ten years and six months, maybe it wouldn't have ended that way. Well, all I know maybe is she would have been caught you could have caught her cheating on you. I don't remember both of the things Lucky. you said, but one, the one about contentment being something to strive for. Yeah, was, was that Nikola Tesla or Edison who said that? Or were, were, was it one of the Wright brothers who said, be content and stri- strive for contentment? content when they were pursuing their goals? You don't think there's contentment? Contentment? They were fucking, they couldn't fucking keep their ass seated. They were so excited to create <laughs> shit. But there's contentment in that. I mean, if you No, a, contentment if you... means I'm a fucking MGTOW doing nothing. No, that's not the way I <laughs> Okay, listen, it. all right, I, the way no, no, I mean no, no, it is, no, no. if you have a passion, yeah. let's say, uh, and it's airplanes, and you decide that's what you want to put everything into, and times, you know, you lose track of time, you don't need to eat, it, you just this is your whole world. That's contentment to me. That's not. Uh, that's being that's happy. That's being obsessed with something and passionate right. about something Con- and putting everything into it. To me, that's that's the whole point of life. All right, but contentment sounds like satisfied and complacent. To and me, that is satisfying to be doing what I what I'm passionate and about. Complacent contentment sounds. Complacent. I don't. I don't think complacent. Right, anyway, I don't, I don't mean complacent. All right. Well, it sounds like they, those are contradictory. <laughs> Compla- right, well, they- complacency and contentment are contradictory. Okay. Well, listen. Just because they both start with C and you're confused <laughs> doesn't mean they mean the same thing. Yeah. All right. Look. Well. Anyway, all this cynicism, all this pessimism about like, well, what, what if the relationship doesn't work? You know, Zach, you're a successful magician. What if you had that same attitude about your craft? That like, well, I mean, what if you die? What if it, it falls but apart? I didn't say what, what if, if it doesn't work I'm out. I'm saying do it. I'm saying do it all. Mm-hmm. But. I just wanted to know what the definition of working out is. When you, in other words, if you have a passion, I think you're a fool to not follow your passion for some chick. And yeah. if you need 18 hours a day to do something you believe in, and instead at 25 years old, you shack up with some broad and throw away your dream, that, I think those are you're like an two, idiot. Those are two idiotic options. And, One of them is completely... Completely do away with any interpersonal and, and for to really achieve achieve great things usually takes more time than women want to be away from you for. Zach is sounding more and more MGTOW for real the longer <laughs> yeah. this conversation. <laughs> That's goes. why I said he he he'd be great for this debate. If you, R- if R- you hold on, I yeah. want to hear R- Rucka's definition. When do you know you are in a successful relationship? What does that look like? Uh two people who appreciate one another's. Uh, values, right? Uh, support one another's like they they they're attracted to who the other person is, I- including what it is that they're passionate about. And they're neither one of them is content. They're both excited. They're both 
never, never satisfied with the status quo, both always pushing themselves, both introspecting. Two people like that can keep each other hooked, even if one of them's got to spend a few weekends at the office and not be there to, to, to hang out with the, the bitch's friends. Well, what so, yeah, <laughs> it, it, I'm just hearing a lot of this uh, uh, pandering to the lowest common denominator. Like, yeah, every girl that I've ever hung around wanted me to, uh, you know— uh, have no light, have no career, so that I can spend time with her. It's like, yeah, then those weren't the girls, dude. Exactly. Well, that's what I'm saying, Zach. You're the, you're what's wrong here. You need to, you need to, you need to be showing. I've heard that my whole life, Zach. Zach, <laughs> you need to be the guy. Be the guy. Be the guy. Uh, Show women what they're missing. I said the same thing to Sargon when he was here, uh, or whoever uh, about Anita Sarkeesian. I said. Guys, instead of ba- instead of dedicating your life to talking shit to Anita, why don't you just show her what she's missing? Why don't you hit the gym? Why don't you be successful? Why don't you um, shower and show her what she's missing out on? That's what I'm saying. All the you don't like the girls that you're meeting. Well, you, I didn't say you that, push though. yourself to be the best you can and see what kind of girls start to show up around you in the and, culture. And that's why I would never want to be associated with MGTOW because I've never had a problem meeting girls. And I have a girlfriend that encourages me to spend time at jujitsu because she's like, I know it's good for him. And so I happen to be with somebody that is not a time suck. But I'm also a couple of weeks from being 44 years old. And there's a big difference between somebody that, you know, I own my own business doing these corporate events and private parties, and I've been doing it for years, but there's no way I could have, I mean, now my current girlfriend, but again, she's older. There's no way if I was 25 years old where I had to spend every waking moment hustling that some other 25 year old girl that just wants to party is going to put up with that crap. So... You're total, I totally agree that there are women out there who will give you the space you need to pursue your dreams, but I'm just against young men coming out of college and giving up their dreams because they'd rather get laid and give everything to this person instead of pursuing their own passions. And it usually doesn't work out because they're young and then they're older and they wish they had done this other thing. So well, let, let me, let me get uh, Dreadmere's opinion here because I think that there has to be some tipping point where somebody is so driven and so ambitious and so focused on their work that it does cost them the relationship. Yeah. What do you think that is? I mean, because Rucka kind of mentioned that the ideal relationship is one where they support each other's values, that they support each other, and they're not content. I would disagree with the last part, being content, because you have to be content with your partner in order for that relationship to work. You have to have some level of contentment with your partner. But back to the work thing, because you said every occasional weekend, if they spend an occasional weekend working really hard, what if it's not the occasional weekend? What if it's almost every weekend? What if it's yeah. 75%? What do you think that balance is between work and relationship? Um, you know, unfortunately, this is a little bit nebulous because sometimes the way that a partner could influence you is not so direct as them saying, hey, delete your Instagram or we can't be together. Sometimes it is just um, the amount of time that they take from you. And so I guess it, it, it really is going to have come down to like your productivity, I guess, a little bit like like and, and your and your own personal emotion with that. Like like because the thing is, if you are passionate about something and you, and you have a thing that you want to do, you get very, very depressed if you're not able to do it. You get very, very frustrated with yourself and, and, and emotional. And that does bleed over into the relationship, and that affects the relationship. Sometimes it ends because of that. And that happens to me a lot more than I wish it did because I get so frustrated with myself that I can't work. Or, I get, or even if I'm not in a relationship, like, that happens. But, like, 
yeah, that, that usually is, puts a strain on the relationship, and that is when it separates. I, I'm not as happy to be with them. I'm not as happy to be around them. I'm not, <coughs> I'm not doing things for them that I should be or caring for them the way that I should be or normally did because I'm unhappy with myself. Let me ask you a question. I, uh, you have uh, more than one guy friend, right? Bunch of guy friends. Yeah, you, you don't. You don't see them all. <laughs> you, don't, you, you don't see them all the time, right? Like every day. Right. Yeah. Right. So I don't know that this this goal of being in a relationship is so great. You know, it's working out for me right now, but I got to say, you know, the one way you could solve this problem if you're somebody that's very passionate, that's got big goals is to be, you know, be honest with people and say, look, I'm not in a situation where I can see you all the time. How about when we get together, we have a great time. When we're not together, you do whatever you want to do. You get yourself a rotation of people. Now you've got, just like you have multiple guy friends, you got seven, eight different girls that, you know, you're pursuing your work, you're working your ass off and you finally get a breather and you flip open your phone and you go down the list until one of them's available to hang out. You have a nice time. You have a great time. You bang it out and you go back to work. Well, then you are dating. And, and, and the, the problem with that, well, the problem I have is that when people relate girlfriends to friends, like I have a, like, I've never really seen eye to eye with that because there is a different level of respect that goes into a relationship than, than a friendship. Yeah, um, because your best friend is the one that knows all the stuff that you don't tell your girlfriend. <laughs> so that's like the real relationship, right? Because yeah. <laughs> you're with this girl and you can't tell her this stuff. So you're with your best boy and you're like, dude, this chick. <laughs> I don't think that shit like, all right, you've got seven booty calls. Like, who do you think? These Why are they booty calls? Why isn't it just seven people that are, maybe it's seven professional women that's that just, also have their own careers and businesses? That's just not what that's just not what people really want. Like what if you that like, was my situation for years. I met other women that were busy as shit. Well, no wonder, no wonder you have such a cynical attitude it towards wasn't, relationships. It worked out great though. I had several relationships, but they it was like having lots of guy friends. I had lots of girlfriends and was honest with all of them, and uh, they all knew that look, this is my deal. I work my ass off, and a lot of them were professionals that worked their asses off, and it worked out for everybody. And then some of them, you know, hey, you know what? I can't do this anymore. I met somebody. Okay, cool. And that was eventually me. Eventually, I met somebody that I was like, all right, this is somebody I... But she's also one of the rare people that gives me a lot of the space I need to pursue my goals. Yeah, pragmatically, that makes a lot of sense. But unfortunately, like for me, I guess, I don't really get enough out of that. Like I do enjoy having lots of partners in a rotation, as you like to describe it. Like I've, I've definitely been there. I'm kind of in that situation right now. But... I'm not quite as fulfilled as if I'm with somebody for a long time that understands me and I can share things that with eventually that I, rips your heart out. Yeah. I mean, that has been the case, but again, I'm not, I'm not too that's worried an, about that. That's like, an important lesson. Never leave yourself vulnerable. Is that a lesson? That's, <laughs> I agree with that. Well, guys, we got to wrap this up. This is an interesting debate. I'm curious to see what, especially what the women think of this. Cause I think a lot of, uh, a lot of shit, shit what they think. <laughs> oh. I think a lot of shit was, Zach, Zach started out kind of like on the fence with this whole MGTOW shit, and the, every single word he says is more and more like, yeah, I'm going to become you. their spokesman inadvertently. Oh, you already are, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I got to find yeah, my go. people somewhere. It's hilarious. I, uh, yeah. You, then you just need a girl who supports that career choice. There you go. A yeah. girl who supports your, your MGTOW philosophy. Exactly. Guys, don't forget to vote on the website, madcastmedia.com. Vote on both sides of these debates. I'm curious to see what you guys think, especially the women. And I know the vote doesn't represent your gender, so comment below. I want to see what you guys think of this. Uh, Rucka, do you have a wrap-up for us? Yeah. All right. This is not a popular position, but the more I think about it, I'm, I'm a genuine sexist. Like, genuinely. Like, the real... 
the real sexist says there are differences between men and women, right? You, I'm glad none of you can answer. But like, listen, this is I not. I thought we weren't supposed to talk. Not, you're not allowed to talk. Rap. That's what I thought. You're not allowed. To, you're talking. <laughs> Quiet. Um, here's what I mean. Girls look up to us. No one wants to say it, but it's true. They do. Deep down, everybody kind of knows it. As much as the academics want to prove that gender is all a social construct, deep down, chicks do look to guys for direction. And guys have given up that leadership position. Uh, we are surrounded by feminine men. And when I say feminine men, I'm including guys that don't think they're good enough to ever have a functioning relationship as well as a career. And we've completely walked away from manhood and masculinity. Uh, people that used to write books like the alphabet of manliness today you can't say shit <laughs> I don't you can't shit. say shit <laughs> um today make the case that oh well you know uh, i dated a doctor once and she was real busy so you know i don't really trust people to, to have a career anyway the point being yes um deep down girls they really do look to guys so uh the number one thing to do in life your number one focus before you worry about finding some girl that lets you keep your instagram account is what what's the best version of me i can be and uh things tend to flow naturally from there thank you it's a rucker wrap up there you go you've in fucking one of those Bad hominem. and yeah uh, Rucka, Rucka, real, real bold, real bold of him to yeah. attack a position that I took for, uh, rhetorically for this debate. Yeah. Real bold position there, Rucka. Yeah. Yeah, and also being, uh, being a, like acknowledging differences between the sexes doesn't mean they make you an automatic sexist. A sexist is somebody who promotes one gender over the other. Oh, I thought it was power plus privilege. That, I don't know what the fuck <laughs> feminist bullshit literature you're reading, shithead. Anyway, that was the shittiest Rucka Rap of ever. All right, it was let's, the best let's, one. Move let's move yeah, on. By the way, looking yeah. forward to the uh, the, the quote uh, on, on my fucking tombstone one day. I am a genuine sexist. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. You guys heard yeah. it? Yeah. All right, we should get to a recap of the debate last week. Last week, Dreadmere and Zach, we debated whether or not kids are worth having. I think I know what Zach is going to say. <laughs> I think I know what Zach is going to say. Dreadmere, no. what, what, what is your philosophy? What do you think? Um, yeah, I would say yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. That's what I thought. Well, we put it to the audience vote. And with 59% of the vote, no. Wow. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Oh, we, people but, are waking our, up finally. <laughs> what was our whole audience is what was it again? What was the debate? Whether or not kids are worth having. Oh. Yeah. 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 Shitty investment. Yeah, well. <laughs> a lot of people are like, who's going to take care of you when you're old? There's no guarantee that your kids are yeah. going to be there when you're old. You well, could get hit by a bus. Culture. Your kids could get hit by a bus. That's true. I just know a lot of people <laughs> who have shitty kids that don't go, they have done oh, nothing yeah. to take care of I mean, of them. they've got kids in the house when they're 40. Like, their kids, the kids are the ones that need to be supported when you're old. <laughs> I, I think most people in America would probably disagree with these results on the website from our voting. Because this, I, I think this tells us more about our audience than it does about m people in general, I think. And maybe, I don't know, maybe yeah, I just made no, a really strong case. It's definitely case. your audience. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's shocking that the guy who hates kids would have an audience. <laughs> yeah, weird. Doesn't weird. Want kids. Yeah, I guess. I don't think you hate kids. I think you're fair. 
Yeah, I am fair. You're fair. Thank you. Like uh, when yeah. he, you critique their 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 artwork and their singing, right? You're, it's yeah. hard, harsh but fair. You you're, do look at it pragmatically. Yeah. Yeah. In a I'd way, be... it, it's a it's a form of respect that kids don't usually Thank get. Thank you. Absolutely. That's that's exactly what it is. It's a mm-hmm. form of respect. I don't baby talk you to babies. And by the way, respect them. And, I, and I'm the same. And I'm saying, let's be the same way with women. Don't put them on a pedestal. Don't fucking sacrifice your career for some trick. Well, we had we had another debate question last week, which is whether or not our own Rucka Rucka should get a yeah. promotion. Oh hell yeah! Here we go. Yeah, mm, exciting. Yeah. Was so, the other option a demotion? No, I just asked oh. whether or not you should get a promotion. Okay. And it was neck and neck. Ooh. For most of the week, actually, it was in one direction for most of the week. But finally, we have a conclusive result that is just outside the margin of error. Luckily, so we can say. With 54% of the vote. Yes. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Rucka. I was on the edge yeah. of my seat. Gets a promotion. And this may be his, his last promotion, for at least for a while, because Rucka's, as you may or may not have heard, is taking a, a bit of a departure from the show. He's uh, spreading his own wings, going to focus on his commentary channel. I He's going to that. London. He's going to be yeah. doing the Kilroy event. Yeah. And not too long. Yeah. So a lot of exciting stuff. But. Cool, dude. The vote is the vote. And we have to honor it. I have to give Rucka one final promotion. So, Rucka, you are currently the Maharaja of Moderation. Well, you are going from Maharaja of Moderation to the Monarch of Moderation. Yeah. Congratulations, Rucka. Yeah, you are a monarch. Wow. I I thought you were going to rhyme that like in the beginning of your shows, like to like premature ejaculation or something. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Wait till you tune in next week for that one. Uh, anyway, Rucka. And Dreadmere, I got to also say, since you've appeared on the show, I believe, three or four times at least. I think it's like five Five now. times? Yeah, something like that. Well, Dreadmere, that qualifies you for a promotion. Oh, shit. So you're going from moderator in training to deputy moderator. Oh, Congratulations. Yeah. Oh, shit. Awesome. Dreadmere, welcome to the club. Thanks. That's exciting stuff. Yeah. yeah. Zach, you're next. We'll see how many oh. more times you appear. Hey, speaking of Zach, though, guys, I got to mention, we finally launched another new show on this network. Please welcome to Madcast Media Network, Super Arrogant Brothers. It's a video game podcast. It's now available on Madcast Media. Stay tuned at the end of this episode. You're going to hear a bumper for their show. Check them out, guys. It's a gaming podcast. It's with Captain Dirk and Dr. Mitchard. It's a lot of fun. These guys really get into it. And sometimes I just listen to their podcast and I just start listening to the little tidbits and things they're talking about. The game industry, they're really knowledgeable. It's Are a they lot actually of fun. brothers? I don't think they're actually mm-hmm. brothers. No. Mm-hmm. Suspicious already. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know what? Maybe. Tune in and find out, guys. It's on madcastmedia.com. Give them a listen. Give them a shout out. And I also want to mention our very own Zach Waldman is launching a show. On this network, Zach, yeah. welcome to the club. Woohoo! I'm very excited, man. Yeah, can you tell us a little bit about your show? Well, for right now, I, uh, I do a couple of different segments. It's just my name. What is that? Eponymously named? Uh, named? Eponymously named, Eponymously yeah. Eponymously named. Yeah, yeah. The Zach Waldman Show. Usually, I'm doing current events. I do it live late at night, 12, 15 a.m., Monday through Thursday nights. That's technically Tuesday through Friday morning, but yeah. Monday through Thursday night, 12, 15 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. I do it live. 
cover the latest current events it's kind of cool some sometimes news uh you know gets filed really late at night and i'm one of the first people to talk about it do some commentary on it and i also occasionally my buddy drew comes on and we debate about the worst people in the world so like it a lot guys it's coming to the network check out both of these shows super arrogant brothers if you like gaming podcast game fart's still going strong we still got Cringe versus Cringe from Pot Awful and Zach's new show. A lot of exciting stuff coming and another new show that's going to be announced probably within the next two or three weeks. But we should get to the voicemail. And again, don't forget to check out the bumper at the end of the show, at the end of this episode. But here's a voicemail about what types of voicemails I play on the show. Listen to this. Hey, Maddox. I've got your phone number on my speed dial whenever I'm in the car and I'm thinking of some funny bit, I'll call it in. And occasionally I'll end up on the show, which is really fun. But what I wanted to know is if you could take a few minutes and give people some advice on what to say and what not to say when they call in for the voicemails, because I'm sure you listen to 90% junk uh, before you get to stuff that's actually worthy of going on the show. Uh, Rucka, I'm going to miss you a lot wherever you're France, wherever you're going. I hear they have uh, bread bowls there, so don't get too pissed off. Uh, Whale Nazi. All right. So, <laughs> so good question. What kind of voicemails do I play? I'll tell you what kind. In general, short ones, uh, less than a minute. And in fact, that voicemail that you guys just heard, I had to cut down a little bit because yeah. the question repeated itself a few times. And I thought, you know what? We get the gist of it if I just cut these two little bits out. I like to play short voicemails, funny voicemails, interesting commentary. Sometimes I'll play long ones if they're very poignant. And sometimes if I don't get a chance to play it on the podcast, I will communicate with the person who sent the voicemail and say hey thank you for your contribution to this debate it's too long to play on the podcast but it's a very thoughtful voicemail i do listen to uh, almost every single i, I listen to i would say 90 percent of the voicemail i get i get a ton of voicemail every week and i make an effort to listen to every single one last week actually we got so much voicemail that after we recorded our episode i went back and i listened to the rest of them we got so much good stuff i'm playing some of those this week so we got a ton of voicemail speaking of a lot of people in this room, one person in particular, shits on Armenians as, hey, what did they invent? Did you, did you do Which ones? Dredmir, Zach. I, I shit on Armenians Rocket. every chance I get. Yeah, there you, you go. Know, you. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? One of my favorite gotta... songs is one Rucket did about her. Yeah? Yeah, bro, bro. Yeah. Rings a bell. Which yeah. one was that? Bro, bro, I'm Armenian. Yeah, I oh. felt exactly. Yeah. Yeah, really... He's got the figure for it right over there. Yeah. Yeah. It really uh, articulated how I felt. Yeah, good. Yeah. Well, this guy's calling in to talk about what Armenians invented. If you guys are watching on YouTube, Rucka's holding up an action figure of me from that video yeah. <laughs> that, that uh, someone made. That Steve, uh, you're... Steve Schlager. Steve Schlager, yeah. Subscribe on the internet. Yeah, funny yeah. guy. Fantastic, uh, talented. See and he that? made an action figure? Yeah, it's an action figure of you... me from Rucka's this is, uh, video. Thing. This is a YouTube exclusive. All you uh, audio files, all you... How do you make an action figure? All you figure? audio listeners are missing out. Yeah, he made a custom action figure. Well, this guy's calling in to that talk about cool. what Armenians invented. Listen to this. All right, random man. little bit of fucking trivia. <laughs> uh, remember a while back you guys were fucking arguing over what exactly Armenia invented and what exactly they brought to the table and what major contributions they brought to the world? Well, yeah. I'm just sitting back enjoying a glass of wine. I'm pretty fucking drunk right now, but whatever. <laughs> um, I thought to myself... Who fucking really invented wine in the first place? So I did a quick Wikipedia search, and look, right here it says, the oldest evidence of wine production has been found in Armenia in 4100 BC. So the fucking Armenians invented wine. 
So fuck yeah, Matt. I actually have another thing to be proud of. Fuck whales. Hell yeah. Yeah, fuck whales to you too. Yeah, nobody ever would have figured that out without the Armenians. Well, we did it first. We did it first, though. Ha, huh, shit. Prisoners do it in toilets. Oh, oh, wow. oh okay, great. Wow. Yeah, and guess what? They learned from the Armenians, okay? Yeah. yeah. So you guys, you're proud of inventing something that pussies use to get drunk? Uh, oh, no, shit. that drunks use to get pussies. Ah, oh, yeah. shit. Wow. Yeah. All right, let's oh, get Thanks, Maddox. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, yeah, we invented wine, shitheads. Oh, someone else would have invented it. Ugh. Well, I guess all this MGTOW shit of, of men like inventing rockets and shit mm-hmm. could have been invented by women if we just fucking waited long enough, right? Well, uh, same fucking argument. In all fairness, a person figured out how to how to press wine, so I wouldn't really give a race of people congratulations well, for that. But Armenians well, can go the wrong way. We, we <laughs> did, though. Mm, well, good job. Well, we good did, job though. inventing wine. Thank you, you. You and all yeah. the other people that share your genetic uh, d- d- net hey, look, can you just... Armenians, at least you're not Persians. You know? We got that going for you. <laughs> wow. That's a slogan. Hey, Hallmark, are you listening? <laughs> yeah. This guy right here. <laughs> at least you're not Persian. Yeah. yeah. Well, we did invent it, so up yours to everyone who... who and Glendale, who th- very safe city. Yeah, it mm-hmm. is a very safe city. Yes. Anyway, here's another voicemail. This is from... Oh, this is about uh, last week we had a guest on, Dr. Deborah. She said she liked the movie Boss Baby. Listen to this guy. Okay. Dr. Deborah seems like a very nice young lady, but seriously, the Boss Baby, wow. Biggest piece of shit animated <laughs> movie since I don't even fucking know when, because, oh my God, really? <sighs> the Boss Baby is one of the biggest pieces of shit animated movies ever fucking made, and to think that the fucking Academy Awards had the balls to nominate that shit for an Oscar for Best Animated Feature this year, my God. Fuck the Oscars and fuck whales. Yeah, these guys can't wait till they get home to leave these voicemails. They're always driving. Like, At they least yeah. so, like, turn signal. That's nice. <laughs> they always Nobody get super triggered as they're listening to it. I guess. Yeah. Well, that guy called earlier. And he said he keeps the phone number to this podcast on speed dial, so when he can, you know, think of a bit. Apparently, they can't even wait till finish ordering at Chick Fil A. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a couple episodes ago. <laughs> Good point. Uh, weird. Matthew McConaughey called in again, uh, talking about seafood and whether or not uh, you know seafood's a good date choice. I think it is. And, and he, th- he seems thinks it gives you uh, fish farts. I don't think so. Listen to this. I want to thank Rucka for backing me up, uh, sort of, on the raw fish. Not good. And, yes, Indiana is not a good place to get fucking seafood. I don't fuck with seafood, uh, especially raw seafood. That's fucking not that tasty. Yeah. I'm <laughs> the last remaining quaalude in the country. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember backing him up. I think I disagreed with what he was saying. He was wow. saying, no, don't get sushi. And I was saying, if I lived in Indiana, I would also hate sushi. Yeah, yeah I guess the seafood in the Midwest is not uh, Also, precious. don't spend your money taking chicks out on dates. Yeah. That's a very MGTOW thing to Take say. Take them on yeah, a walk. Very Meet them late at night and pump them and dump them. There you go. Oh, boy. <laughs> dump <Tao>. that bitch. <laughs> DTV. You should ask uh, Maddox's aunt out on a date. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh Maddox Your made aunt? in heaven. Listen. Listen, Zach. Women are whores. <laughs> pump them and dump them. That's, that's the advice my aunt gave me when I, I was 16. I Actually, I remember you talking. I, it came back to me. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, we got another voicemail. This I guy, like your aunt. Speaking of, occasionally I will play some of these voicemails that are a little bit more poignant. This guy had an interesting commentary on the James Damore Google controversy. 
Uh, if you guys don't remember, he's the guy who got fired for sending out that memo or I guess writing a little screed about the genetic differences between men and women at Google. Listen to this. Hey, Maddox. I uh, just listened to the last episode, and I wanted to respond really quickly to that kind of throwaway comment you made about James Damore getting fired from Google. Uh, he wrote the memo in response to all of the diversity training and diversity seminars that he was forced to attend as a Google employee and posted the memo to an internal forum for discussion of, uh, you know, solely Google employees. He didn't leak it to the press. It was leaked to the press by people who disagreed internally in Google, people who disagreed with the contents of the memo. And subsequently, he was absolutely fired for the contents of the memo. There was, you know, him writing the memo was fully within his bounds as a Google employee. And so, I don't know, I just wanted to, uh, maybe you need to just take a look at Google as a as an unbiased source. I think you're maybe trusting them a little bit too much. They have their biases just as much as any other company does. Anyway, uh, good show. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> you go fuck yourself. You know what? I Here. like that guy. <laughs> Shit. Just just for the last part. But here's the thing. That caller uh, brought up something interesting. I actually did look into this. So James Damore's lawsuit got dismissed because he was trying to uh, sue Google for discrimination. But Google is also being sued by another one of their employees who is very liberal. And this person's uh, suing because he complained to Google repeatedly that they're not hiring enough LGBTQ people. They're not hiring enough trans managers and things like that. And Google said... Google said, "You know what? You got to back off. This isn't your place." And he was sending these memos to to in you know inside company people. So look, I think the founders of Google are objectively liberal. They are unabashedly liberal, and you know their political spectrum and their their political point of view, especially with YouTube and some of the the heads of YouTube, that sort of thing. However, in spite of that, I think they still fire uh, people who go outside the scope of. Uh, of their jobs from the left and the right, clearly, because there's two lawsuits uh, going against them. And there's another one, actually, because someone, one of their old recruiters, I just covered this on my new show. I do a new show on Friday nights. One of their recruiters is suing Google for discrimination against white people because he says that according to some internal policy that they made it a, a, a point to only hire or try to hire Hispanics, women, and black people over Asians and Caucasians. So that that's, uh, so that's got, going on right So we got so we got two lawsuits suing Google for being too biased to the left or biased towards white people. And then the, that second one you said they're suing them for not hiring enough trans people? Yeah. That's not that's not saying Google fired anyone for being That guy got un- fired. That guy got fired because he was complaining that Google was not friendly enough to trans and LGBTQ people. Really? Yes. He got fired he got for fired. saying that? Yeah. Interesting. It is interesting. That's oh. why I mentioned I mean, the I'm, 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 suspi- think- I'm suspicious of of your of your sum- summary of what happened, I'll have to, I'll have to get it from a news source like Google News. Go ahead. <laughs> the, the, the real lesson here is, I think, what do you call it when they? Um, what's that term for like when they uh, they say a school has to take a certain number of minorities? Um, Quota diversity? No. Um, affirmative action. Affirmative yeah, action, affirmative yeah. action. It, it almost sounds like this company is. It, it sounds like Google is self-imposing their own version. Yeah. Of affirmative action. That's now. I think that's the problem. Uh, I essentially, when it comes down to this type of stuff, is when there is this policy of affirmative action, and what whatever you want to say for or against it, it came about because of actual institutional racism that that existed in every branch of government and segment of society. Uh, say what you will about it. You can make the case for or against it, but 
that was a government. It was a drastic move for a drastic time with a drastic problem. Right, right, right. It, so, the, so, the time has passed. So now, so now people who take it upon themselves to correct some perceived wrong with their own versions of affirmative right. action have gone way too far in the other direction. When first of all, they're not counting any metrics. They're not looking at the number of people that they have passed on for jobs and promotions of whatever perceived. Uh, what happened to just hiring the best people for the the job? Well, right. Well, listen, a uh, fucking Archie Bunker and <laughs> Al Bundy over here. Jesus Christ! What are you? What is this? The fucking Alex Jones uh, <laughs> new 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 far right wing program? God, a couple of white guys in here, huh? Yeah, Hundred, right. yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's yeah, what I always called a white guy. Uh, here is a here is a voicemail for Rucka. Listen to this. Yeah. All right, I'll make it short and sweet, but we're all gonna miss Rucka. Hope he does. Uh, does we? Um, fuck. Hope he does good. If you need a need a new moderator, don't pick me because uh, apparently I really suck at talking. All right, Rucka, fuck whales. All right, bye. Sorry, I'm so awkward. Jesus Christ! <laughs> he yeah. applied and then immediately redrew his application. In yeah, the same yeah, call. yeah. Here's a voicemail. A guy is trying to date Dr. Deborah's daughter. I think. Listen to this. Oh, shit. Hey, Lord Manox, it's me. Uh, this question goes out to Dr. Deborah. Uh, if your single daughter wants to, you know, settle down with some guy from the Midwest with good credit and a mortgage, you know, just let me know. Or if uh, any of your other single friends uh, do have good credit and I'm semi-reliable. So, you know, you got that going. Um, yeah, just hit me up. Fuck Wales. <laughs> there you go. Mm -hmm. uh, that I think that goes for any of our listeners. If you want to real uh, date the real Christian atheist, that guy's a regular caller into the show. Here's another voicemail. We talked about Kanye West and whether or not he was the greatest lyricist of all time. I, I was shitting. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Zach. Thank you for backing was, me up on that. That was a debate? No, it, it was. Uh, it came up in a call. There, there's no debate. Yeah. <laughs> clearly, clearly he is. Well, here's a voicemail about that. Yeah. I heard that guy who left a voicemail about the bad Kanye West lyric, and I think I have one that tops that from Kanye. On his most recent album, one of the lyrics on the biggest song on there goes so if this model just bleached her asshole and i fuck her in the ass and i get bleach on my t-shirt i'm gonna feel like an asshole now that's i think that's the reason why kanye west is one of the greatest rappers of all time. <laughs> can you imagine anyone actually thinking that was a good lyric for a song that guy's a lyrical genius yeah so if i if a model bleaches her asshole <laughs> and i and, and i fuck her asshole well, and i get bleach on my t-shirt then I'll, I'll be an asshole. I'll feel like an I'll asshole. I'll feel like an asshole. Great. That's a how did he like get Shakespeare. bleach on his T-shirt? Yeah, because because I guess he. Well, Shakespeare yeah. was it hung over not, his dick. Why did he? Know. Why is he still still wearing his T-shirt while he's fucking? I'm learning yeah. a lot oh, here. Come this on, is great. Zach. I don't know. <laughs> Zach, aren't you for uh, wearing a T-shirt while fucking? No, yeah, man. You, no. You're a busy guy. You don't have yeah. time to get undressed. Get you know, get yeah. it done. Get right back to work. I oh. wear a full-on suit jacket. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Good point. Just take off my pants. Yeah. There you yeah. go. I'm no like James Bond. get bleach on my suit jacket. Yeah, I'm like yeah. James Bond, man. Get it done in the elevator. On my way to uh, work, doctor appointments. Mm -hmm. Dennis? Uh, that's a good debate topic. Should guys take their shirts off during sex? What? Only if you don't have shit to do. Sure. Oh, uh, oh, this dressing, undressing. The friction is chafing my skin. I love when fat guys <laughs> think like they're fooling the women they're with. Like, uh, like somehow yeah, like, they like, don't know. Like being at the swimming pool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. That's uh, a here, good look. <laughs> here's another voice. Speaking of looks, here's another voicemail. Baraka. <laughs> Yo, Maddox, I had to call again, but not about you. It, it's about Ruckus' hair again. Um, 
you know, when I'm watching the YouTube, I was just realizing that Rucker wears his fucking earphones with the with the <laughs> headband going around the back of his head. I mean, Rucker, that can't be comfortable, can it? I mean, it really is time for a haircut, man. Just get a haircut, wear your earphones normal, let's be good. You'll see yourself time in the morning. There you go. All right, good advice. So yeah, a little bit of a parting device for Rucka. Yeah. Parting advice, yeah. Uh, here's another voicemail about a uh, correction. We give these from time to time. Listen to this guy. All right, pop quiz. Where is Vlad the Impaler from? A, Transylvania. B, Turkey. C, Romania. Or D, Wallachia. You answered wrong twice. It was Wallachia. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, okay, thanks. Vlad? Is that Dracula, the same guy? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. Dracula. He's from Transylvania. Vlad Tepes. No, uh, Wallachia. Wallachia is where classic. I don't think it was Transylvania back then. It was Wallachia. I'm not emo anymore. I don't. What? I'm not emo anymore. I don't know anything yeah. about vampires. Dreadmere you like girls Dreadmere? now? Cool. <laughs> we, all look, we all looked at Dreadmere because he would know uh, as a yeah. emo. <laughs> yeah. Where do vampires come from? What are yeah. they like? And finally, here's a voicemail about that statistic we kept talking about, about marriage. Listen to this. Hey, so fifty uh, percent of marriages don't end in divorce. That's just like a popular saying. What that's accounting for is people who have been married more than once. So if you're married uh, twice, you're more likely to get divorced than someone who's only been married once. So a lot of people in that statistic with the fifty percent—that's fifty percent of all marriages, not for fifty percent of people. Mm. So there's a huge difference. The number is not that high. It's not fifty percent. So again, that's accounting for everyone who's been married. So a lot of those people have been married three or four times. And that's why it's skewing the statistic. Not fifty percent. That's bullshit. Mm. I've actually heard that before. And earlier, when someone said that divorces end half the time, I I heard that before, but I don't know if that's true. No, how can it be true? Because every marriage is with a distinct new person. These people aren't getting remarried to the same person four times in a row. So those are different marriages. Those different divorces. But my argument is, what's the point? Let's say you don't get divorced. What are you getting out of being married that you can't get just being there? That's fine. That's irrelevant, though. Let's talk about the statistic. I think that if you get married four times, then you got divorced four times. That means three other people got divorced three other times, right? At the very minimum. So you're count. So even if you don't count those divorces, uh, you know, if if one person has four divorces, those are still four distinct divorces, are they not? Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. But the the the, statistic, the way that I understand it is that there is a, st- a statistic saying that, yeah, 50% of marriages end in divorce, and then it goes up for second marriages. Yes. Like, the, like it's like 75% or something right. like that. So mm-hmm. I don't know. So I, they're, they're like still... two separate things. I don't know if they're So the multiple fuck-ups are throwing off the curve. Right, but there's still divorces. I've also heard that statistic with uh, with rape offenders. Like, most uh, most rapes, most sexual assaults occur by the same few people. It's They're repeat offenders. They'll do... They'll like hit, you know. The, uh, they'll have eight offenses or ten offenses or something like that. Look at that fucking Olympic shithead, the doctor from the Olympics. Over a hundred women he's sexually assaulted. So that piece of shit. Who should get kids locked too? up? Too like, like kids. He was. I don't some know. of them were, uh, must have been underage because he trained uh, younger Olympic athletes. By the way, what percentage of people make it in showbiz? Uh, I'm not sure. What's Le- your definition of making it? Yeah. Having a career being, or being famous? Being on the best debate in the universe once. Very few. <laughs> Very, Very few. few. Yeah. All right. Well, but here we are. 
So stop fucking citing statistics and just, you know, let's focus on everyone doing the best they can, huh? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a that's fan of you, statistics or science. Fuck evidence. That's how you, that's how you win a debate with Maddox. <laughs> you just you flatter his, his... Earlier I said I believe in personal responsibility and just looking out for yourself and doing the best you can to achieve your goals. You were like, no. <laughs> Were you just debating? Yeah, I don't know. I don't... No, I was saying some of your uh, some of your know. pretenses were a little bit not my type. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, suspicious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> guys, we should get to some quick news headlines. I've got one from U.S. News. A man with red sauce on his face was charged with meatball theft. Mm. <laughs> Only the important stories here. Police say a damning clue led to the arrest of a Pennsylvania man charged with stealing a pot of meatballs. Jesus. Red sauce smeared on his face and clothes. The fuck? Authorities in Luzerne County have charged 48-year-old Layman Glenn Robert Potter, fuck, four names, man, with burglary, criminal trespassing, and theft by unlawful taking for allegedly swiping Jesus. a pot of meatballs from a man's garage on Monday. Jesus Christ, what is this? Yeah, well, first off, what fucking... Where's the world coming to? Yeah, right. steal a man's meat? No. Or his balls. <laughs> <laughs> what century is this? What what is this? A fucking like Garfield cartoon? What is this? Shit? What is this? A comic strip from the forties? What is this yeah. shit? Dagwood. Somebody s- stole a fucking pie from the windowsill, and, and the cop saw blueberries on yeah. his fucking chin, and that's a fucking news headline. Some shit happened in some small town somewhere, yeah. and it, this is now in the fucking news. The fucking headlines. And man. then Maddox decided, yeah. to- Cure that for us. I'm bringing in the important headlines, shitheads. Yeah. <laughs> Police say the victim reported his meatballs missing and told officers <laughs> told officers around 2.30 p.m. Monday that he saw Potter standing in front of his house with red sauce on his face and clothes. The pot was found in the street. So they they, oh they found clues. How is this news? Some it's... crazy homeless guy <laughs> grabbed a pot of meatballs from a garage. Fuck knows what it was doing there. And then, like, ends up just covering himself in crap and throwing it the fucking pot away. Some man, I guarantee this man was a bachelor making yes. meatballs in his garage, mm-hmm. right? Talk about MGTOW. He's in his garage, <laughs> minding his own fucking business, going his own way, making a pot of meatballs. He thought, wow, what a feast. Just mm. for me. I'm a man. Yeah. I, I, I'm, getting, I'm the, <laughs> I'm the king way. of my domain. A Everything pot I of see. meatballs. Yeah, I'm going to eat a pot of meatballs for lunch. Mm. And then he comes out. He goes inside the house for a minute, answer a phone call or something. And then it was a wrong number because no one calls you. You're MGTOW. Yeah. And then he, <laughs> he comes back <laughs> exactly outside right. and his meatballs, his meatballs are missing. Mm. So it says here, yes. it's on, on the landline. Who touched right. my spaghetti ball? Does that, does that so work touch here? Touch my spaghetti. Yeah, yeah. Someone touched his spaghetti. Someone touched his spaghetti. Someone touched his spaghetti. Oh my goes, God. Yo, that guy and the <laughs> spaghetti guy, the meatball guy and the spaghetti guy, they, their, their stories combined. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it says it's unclear if Potter washed the sauce off before he was arrested a short time later. Potter's attorney did not immediately respond to a voicemail seeking comment. Guys, this is big news. If you guys have ever been to Sweden, nope. it's one of the most boring countries in terms of he- headlines. <laughs> no. they're, they're, they have no crime. They, there's nothing ever happened. Like, it's so safe in Sweden. This is the type of thing you'd see on the front page of their newspapers. They don't even have porn in Sweden. Try finding porn in Sweden. You can't. There's no porn. Well, who needs porn when you're in Sweden? Oh, yeah. No joke. Everyone's fucking... You walk around with a fucking boner, boner all day. I, went, Why I walked is there into no a, porn in Sweden, though? Because everyone's fucking hot. You don't need to, man. You no, no, go I home. got that joke. But what I'm saying is... <laughs> why, I'm just saying, why... I mean, well, I mean, where do you see porn anywhere anymore? I mean, you got the internet. Like, uh, it's not, not like there's porn theaters. talking about Zach 7-Eleven, uh, fucking street, street newsstands. So why don't they have that in Sweden? 
I thought they'd be less uptight. They don't have porn. No, because it's mm. uh, it's a very feminist culture, and they don't mm. like to. They think that that pornography objectifies women, which is insane. Uh, but uh, we'll get into that philosophy another time. But they don't have porn. I can't find it, any fucking porn in, in Sweden. Again, mm. and, and it is true. You don't need it. I fucking walked into a grocery store, and this janitor's walking around. Just the janitor working there. It's <laughs> yeah. a seven. I'm like, holy shit. All right, guys. Zach. Waldman, thank you for coming on the show. Guys, check out Zach's show coming to Madcast Media Go Network to my soon. YouTube channel. Yeah. Yeah. Zach, Zach also, he put so much work into his podcast and his YouTube. He and is also watches. producing a video version of his podcast as well. And Dreadmere, yeah. everybody, please check out Dreadmere's Instagram channel, all your social media, and YouTube channel as well, right? Yep. Yeah, Dreadmere. It's the same thing. You guys know. And while his old lady lets him keep his Instagram. Yeah, right. We'll see. Yeah, while it's still available, guys, check it out. Thank you again, Zach Waldman. Thank you for having me, guys. Thank you, Dreadmere. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you to the monarch of moderation, Rucka Rucka Ali. That's right. Yeah. But most of all, you're welcome. What's up, guys? I love the show. Uh, I listened to this week's episode, and I found that Luka is going to stop being a regular on the show, and it breaks my heart. I'm going to miss having him uh, often on the show on a weekly basis, but at least he's doing good stuff now, too. So good luck, Rucka, out there. All right? Rooting for you. Yeah. <laughs> can't figure out that guy's accent. What is he? I couldn't figure it out either. worried. It's just like a worried accent. <laughs> it's a worried <laughs> accent worried, yeah. or like, yeah. uh, like, I don't know. Worried accent. Well, here's one last call. Listen to this. Hey, Maddox. So, no joke. I've got your phone, uh, your voice. Fuck. <laughs> Play this, please. Oh. <laughs> uh, I always play, always play the fuck ups. Anyway, guys, thanks for calling into the show. Madcastmedia.com for the voicemail number. Check out Zach's show and stay tuned for the Super Arrogant Brothers trailer at the tail end of this episode. Yeah. Woohoo. Hey there. Don't forget to subscribe to Madcast shows on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app. Okay, bye. Madcast Media Network. Oh, hey there, Madcast. I'm Captain Dirk. And I'm Dr. Mitchard. And this is Super Ergen Bros. What if I have to pay extra just to be able to use things like Netflix or Facebook? Or Pornhub. Uh, or, yeah, or, yeah. Oh, fuck. That's a dark subject there. They're coming for your porn, dude. Yes, Brianna Wu, you are probably way smarter <laughs> than Elon Musk. The guy who is bored and has billions of dollars. <laughs> With EA, just because of how much money they make, they need a bigger middle finger, though. Right. $3.1 billion lost in stock pricing. Starting. No. A comeback. If it makes moms mad, it makes me happy. <laughs> Check out Super Arrogant Bros right now on madcastmedia.com.